0: Hello and welcome to the Moolooli Asset Management Podcast. Today is August 19th, 2015. This is Brendan and today I'm joined by Tim and Tom and we're going to talk about how we apply relative strength to asset classes.
1: We've really learned a ton about point and figure charting from as well as relative strength yeah. from our friends at Dorsey Wright and Associates down in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah, the uh, point-and-figure charting and relative strength go hand-in-hand in, hand in
0: their methodology and, in turn, our methodology for managing money. Probably
2: one of the biggest tools that they have at Dorsey Wright is uh, something they call DALI, which stands for Dynamic Asset Level Investing. This helps to guide our asset allocation process here at Maluli Asset
0: Management by pointing us in the direction of asset classes that have uh, good relative strength
1: like you know tom dorsey's been saying all along is that if we just pay attention to what's in demand and what's in supply we're going to really learn a lot and what dolly does is it evaluates the supply and demand forces of these different asset classes and then it ranks
2: them from strongest to the weakest based on their relative strength score and in the broadest sense it looks at six different categories, one being domestic equities, another international equities, and then fixed income, commodities, currencies, and finally cash. So the the broadest measure of relative strength that is used and the longest
0: term is just looking at relative strength buy signals, uh, and DALI measures them as both a total number and a percentage of the total number. So for example domestic equities currently have 344 of the possible 1,077 relative strength buy signals, and that averages
1: out to 31.9%. So what we're saying is when you measure all the relative strength charts against each other on a daily basis, right now domestic equities, that's U.S. stocks, currently have about 32 percent of all the buy signals out there they're sitting in u.s stocks
0: yeah on the flip side commodities have uh 44 of those possible buy signals and that makes out to be about 4.1 percent so just to give you some perspective there uh on on where we stand today
1: the, the total other end of the spectrum yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: and I mean, as as you guys could guess we tend to focus more intensely on the asset classes with the higher numbers or percentages of those relative strength buy signals. So, I think pre-2008 most
1: people in the market would probably measure US equities or domestic equities against international markets, against bonds, you know, fixed income, commodities, and currencies, but I don't think a lot of people really considered cash to be an asset class. But I, th- I think everybody found out in 2008 that cash really can be an asset class. Sure,
0: and uh, that's where the cash percentile rank feature of Dolly comes into play. So this is going to consider where cash ranks within all, all of these asset classes, so the other five asset classes. Uh, if cash is ranking higher than a large percentage of a certain asset class, uh, that's that's probably not a good sign. That means that you would be better off invested in the money market as opposed to anything that falls below it in the rankings.
2: It's probably something you would want to avoid. Yeah. Right. And that's
1: a a pretty big deal. You want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the the another feature that they've got called the cash bogey check?
0: Yeah. This kind of goes hand in hand with the cash percentile rank. It measures it more on a shorter term basis, though. Uh, The the cash bogey check just takes a relative strength chart of the asset class uh, against cash. When it's in X's, it passes the cash bogey check, and when it's in O's, it fails the cash bogey check. Now, uh, this isn't taking signals into account, which we know when it comes to relative strength charts are the longer-term measure of strength, but these column changes can often foreshadow changes in uh, the tally ranks and the, and the percentile ranks that, that we look at in DALI.
2: It's often a, it's a pretty good precursor to those longer term buy or sell signals on a relative strength chart as well because I mean you can't get a buy signal if it's not in a column of x's. That's right.
1: You know what? Uh, one of the things that we've learned is that the short term, not always, but but sometimes the short term turns into the long term. So this cash bogey check, Basically, when your relative strength uh, chart, if it had been in X's and now it's falling back in O's, it's a pretty good indicator that the short-term strength is weakening. And this cash bogey check really does often give us clues as to what's coming down the pike. Uh, So overall, Dolly helps us to consider
0: relative strength uh, across asset classes, but it also gives us that tool to to measure the absolute strength with this cash percentile rank and the cash bogey check because if an asset class has good relative strength compared to another one but cash is stronger than say 70 percent of the asset class we're either gonna have to be pretty specific with our with our exposure there or we may just want to avoid it altogether and this is really how we uh, how we allocate two different asset classes. We consider these absolute and relative trends that are ongoing.
1: Right. So, you know, um, just going back over our own education when it comes to point-and-figure charts, you think about the the trend chart first, and that kind of bleeds over into the bullish percent charts, and they help kind of paint the picture for relative strength, what's happening. So, Dolly kind of helps us in a sense that, you know, when when we're in a bull market and all charts look great, uh, it's kind of hard to tell when you're getting near the edge of the cliff. So what Dolly helps us do is it helps kind of keep us firmly footed in the asset classes in the big picture of where we're going with all
0: of this. So you need to remember that none of the securities mentioned in this podcast represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or sell any of the securities that we mentioned here. More importantly, if you're relying on just a podcast for investment advice, we think you're probably making a big mistake. So we strongly urge all of our listeners to consult with their own investment advisor before they make any kind of a decision to buy or sell any type of investment. If you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to speak with you and answer any questions that you might have. There's no cost or obligation you can call us on the phone. Our number is 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web
2: at maluli.net. That's all we have for this week. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and we will be back next week with a new topic.